Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltysiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sportscasting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. In this episode, we're going to discuss how big of a deal it would be if and when the Detroit Lions finally win a Super Bowl. Now, please understand, we're not drinking the blue Kool-Aid by the pitcher and predicting this to happen this year. Though, never say never. I mean, we know there are some fans out there that are feeling it pretty good right now. But we are going to analyze the overall impact and significance it would have if and when it finally does happen. Hi, everyone. This is Herman Moore, and you're listening to Not the Same Old Lions podcast. I'm joined today by James Cook, senior sports writer for the Traverse City Record Eagle. You can catch him on the Get Around podcast. It drops on Mondays. Good to have you here, James. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Okay, James. We talked about the Lions hype train in the last episode, and this topic does not do anything to pump the brakes on all that hype. But it is one I've been thinking about for a while. And I've even said that if the Lions make the Super Bowl at some point, I think those would be the most sought-after Super Bowl tickets in recent history. And we're going to get into that a little bit later, too. So let's first take a look at some history before I throw out a couple questions to you, James. The Lions are one of 12 NFL teams without a championship in the Super Bowl era but one of just four who have never appeared. Now, joining them are Cleveland, Jacksonville, and Houston. Jacksonville and Houston are in a different category. They're not really relevant to this conversation, and and we can talk about that. But Cleveland might know a little bit about how the Lions feel. Here's a look at the Lions' history and their accolades. The Lions have won four NFL championships. They did that in 1935, 52, 53, and 1957. The first Super Bowl, of course, was in 1967, a full decade after the Lions' last NFL championship. Now, they last won their division in 1991. That was the NFC Central. It's now the NFC North. They made it to the NFC Championship game that year, beating the Dallas Cowboys to get there, losing to the Washington franchise that would eventually go on to the Super Bowl. Also, the last playoff victory for the Lions was that game against the Cowboys. Now, since then, the Lions have had eight playoff appearances, but zero playoff victories. That is 64 years for the Lions without a championship. And of course, as we said, the Super Bowl didn't exist back then. So speaking in terms of just looking at our state, if the Lions were to go to a Super Bowl and even win a Super Bowl, would this be bigger than like the Tigers or the Red Wings or the Pistons? I mean, how would this rank in Michigan sports? I think it would be way bigger than any of the other pro sports franchises because, you know, in, in my lifetime, even in my adulthood, my lifetime, all those teams have won championships. You know, I mean, the Tigers, it's been a long time, 84, um, you know, but I mean, I was, I was 12 back then. Uh, you know, the Pistons have won multiple, the Red Wings obviously have won multiple. Um, so, you know, they've already done it. The, just the the sheer how long it's been for the Detroit Lions would make a Super Bowl appearance by them just 
it would just change the city, I think, you know. I agree that this would be much bigger than the Pistons, Tigers, and Red Wings today for a couple of reasons, right? They've actually won the current prize in their sport, and they've also succeeded much more recently. The length of time the Lions have gone without sustained success and reaching the pinnacle, that is a much larger crater. And there is the sheer popularity of the NFL. That does play a role. Also, though, I don't know if we can even begin to comprehend the fandemonium that would take place throughout the state of Michigan if the Lions actually won the Super Bowl. You know, it, it, imagine if it was the Lions versus the Browns if when the next time they make the Super Bowl or something. But if the Lions make the Super if the Lions make the Super Bowl, and this obviously is a hypothetical, uh, you would see I think a lot of people jumping on the Lions bandwagon just because of the lovable loser aspect or, you know, whatever, especially if they're facing a team that's, you know, uh, one of the teams that's there a lot. So well, you're exactly right. A lot of people nationally might start to do that. So let's go there nationally. How big would this be nationally? How big would this be for the league, you think, for the Lions to just make the Super Bowl? I think it would be would be pretty huge just to get another franchise back into that mode, being a contender. Um, you know, their Lions are already doing, you know, they posted the Super Bowl back in, was it 06? Yep, 06. Uh, they're getting the draft this year. Just to be able to get another team in the Super Bowl that you haven't seen there before um, would just be, would be great. I mean, the, the Browns have had some playoff success, but, you know, haven't gotten to the Super Bowl. Uh, John Elway usually ruined their their uh, run there but uh the lions is even even longer i mean well the, the reason that i think this would be pretty big is there's a few different parts one the fan base can we talk about a more loyal fan base out there i mean it was 1991 i was in high school when they last won a playoff game so i think the fan base can play a lot into that because there's still been a very loyal following i mean just think back to what is it, a year and a half ago the Rams, they did relocate to L.A., but they were in the playoffs and they had a hard time filling their own stadium with their own fans for playoff games. And you want to talk about tickets. I, Lions fans would not only fill Ford Field for a game, I bet you they would travel anywhere in this country for a road playoff game. Yeah, and for a Super Bowl, for sure. Well, yeah, as far as a Super Bowl goes, you know, I think those might be the most expensive yet, and not due to inflation only, but due to demand. And this is why the demand for a Lions Super Bowl would be so much higher than, I think, almost any other franchise. It's like when they made the movie The Force Awakens. It was the first Star Wars movie with the original characters. The fans from 1977 were just as excited, if not more, than the fans who were from the prequel area, the 2000 era. Plus, you had new fans when The Force Awakens came out in 2015. That's three generations of fans. I mean, if you look at the Lions, you're looking at four generations of fans. They would pack every stadium available. And you and you look at last season, too, when, uh, you know, when the Lions, towards the end of the season, were on the up and up. The Lions traveled well. Uh, you know, I was, at, I was at the game in, in Green Bay the last game of the season. And there were a lot of Lions fans there. Uh, I, I don't want to say it was almost 50-50 or anything like that, but 
there was a lot of blue in that stadium um, and and in the the tailgates and the parties beforehand. The, you know, there was a lot of Lions fans there. As soon as they started winning and optimism went up, I, you saw the Lions travel very, very well. You know, um, it was more Lions fans than I saw the other time that I've gone to a, a Lions Packers game in Lambeau, which was when they were 0-16, the year they went 0-16. Ouch. And even then, I mean, the Lions still had a decent number of people at that game, you know, even though they were they were that bad. Well, so you pointed out how good of a fan base they had at that game. The last game of the season, you were there. Green Bay was playing for a playoff spot. Obviously, the Lions fans were hopeful that would be the case. But going into the game, but before you bought your tickets and you traveled, you didn't know the outcome. But let's put the Lions up against a couple other franchises because some other people might think it's a bigger deal if they win. Two other clubs have had similar droughts. The Minnesota Vikings, it's been 61 years without a championship, but they've made it to the Super Bowl four times. They may have lost them all, but they've made it. And this is kind of crazy. They have had just one losing season since 2015 and three division titles in that time. So while I'm sure Vikings fans and the franchise would love this, I don't think that they're in this conversation. The Cleveland Browns, they might be. They won in 1964, just three years shy of that Super Bowl. But the last time they won was 1964, 58 years. And let's also remember, they lost their franchise. That group moved to Baltimore after the 1995 season. Cleveland got the Browns back three years later when the NFL did some expansion in 1999. But that actually hasn't been exactly good. They were decent in the late 80s, but only three times since 1990. Have they finished better than third in their division? I have to believe at this point, the Lions are the leaders over Minnesota and Cleveland for the remaining franchises. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I would think so. The Browns, you know, if the Browns make a Super Bowl, they would obviously travel well too, I think. And and Minnesota, even too. Um, I went to a game last season. The other, the other Lions game that I went to in person last season was the Vikings at Detroit. And... They traveled well. The Vikings fans did. They brought a lot of fans to that game. But uh, if Cleveland makes it, man, that it would be, I think, almost as big as Detroit. I mean, for Cleveland, the, you know, that that town and losing that team and then getting them back and and just all the heart heartache that they've kind of had too. Um, and like I said, if it was a Browns Lions Super Bowl, it's like who does the rest of the country root for? <laughs> well, well, that that almost brings us up another one, a very recent one which would be like the Browns or maybe the Lions, was the Philadelphia Eagles. They won championships in 1948, 49, and 60, and they won their first Super Bowl in 2018. Now, they've had some success in the 80s and 90s and even since then that some of the other teams didn't have, but that was a pretty big deal for Philadelphia. Yeah, I think, though, on on a kind of a national basis, uh, the Philadelphia fans have made – the Eagles hard to root for outside of Pennsylvania. Uh, so I don't think you'd see a lot of other people jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, even was it this week, I think CJ Gardner Johnson made a comment about how he didn't even like the Eagles fans. You know, I, I have to say, aren't they the fans that threw snowballs at Santa Claus or was that the New York fans? No, that was the Eagles. They, they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. They've thrown batteries at opposing players. Uh, they cheered when Terrell Owens got, hauled off on a stretcher when he got hurt during a game and they thought he had, 
you know, hurt his spine and, and they were cheering. Well, I also have to say, I was a little uh, surprised how badly they wanted Donovan McNabb gone because at that time, I don't remember who our quarterbacks were, but it wasn't anybody we really wanted to bring back up. And I was like, man, I would love Donovan McNabb. And they couldn't wait to get him out of town. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles, Eagles fans are a whole different breed. And, and like I said, if, if they get to the Super Bowl, yeah, it would be a long time. But I, I just don't see uh, on a national level people rooting for the, for the Eagles. All right. So let me bring up a few Super Bowls that jump out to me from the last handful of years and see, do you think a Lions one would rank up to these or not? So we had the, the, so we had the Philadelphia Eagles one in 2018. That was big because they hadn't won. They also defeated Tom Brady, and that was with their backup quarterback. Um, but obviously, we talked about the fans aspect. You got the New York Giants back in 2008. Now, they had won it not too long before that, but they also did that over the undefeated Patriots. So there's an example of not necessarily being a franchise needing win, but it was such a significant win by beating an undefeated team. And you also had the Denver Broncos who beat the Green Bay Packers in 98. And that was John Elway getting his first ring after multiple tries earlier. So that was a big deal. And the other one that was probably really big was the 0-2 Patriots over the St. Louis Rams. And that was due to the nature of the upset. Tom Brady was making his first, you know, starts of that season, filling in for the injured Drew Bledsoe. And that was their first ring. And the following year, actually, 0-3 Tampa had their first ring when they beat the Raiders, and they were the first 0-15 team. So lots of futility there. Would the Lions, would it rank better than these? What do you think? I would think so, just because it's been, you know, the Lions even haven't had much playoff success in that span, you know, since 57. You know, you you have that one gate, you had that one run in 91, and that was it. I mean, they they just haven't done much in the playoffs. Um, they've, They've gotten there handful of times, like you said, I think eight, eight or nine or something. But yeah, I mean, you had that, that one year where, you know, where they, where you thought they had a chance where they lost to the Cowboys on that horrible flag that got picked up on the pass interference. And then they had that year where you thought maybe they could do something and they get blown out by the saints. And I remember being at that game and being so depressed, not being at the game, but watching it on TV. Yeah. That just, that bummed me out. (laughs) Felt like it was attainable, but that game almost felt like it was over before it started. Like within like halfway through the first quarter or whatever, you were losing hope. I mean, you heard stories of a a Lions fan calling in threats to the stadium because he was so distraught. And it's, you know. That was not me. (laughs) I was at Mackinac Brewing, I believe, watching that game. All right. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) So I think we both agree that Lions – making the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl would be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, in a very, very long time. Of all the current teams that haven't made it there, we think they're the one that would draw the most. Cleveland is in that conversation. And I want to try something here. I want to switch sports. And it's not always easy to make direct comparisons between sports. And, you know, you've got the major four, um, but the one I'm going to focus on is Major League Baseball. Um, There's a couple that come to mind for me, and that would be, the 2004 Boston Red Sox and the 2016 Chicago Cubs. Now, let me set this up a minute. The Red Sox World Series, they won five World Series between 1903 and 1918. 
but they did not win one again until 2004. Now, apparently they've won it three times since 04, but I don't really remember much of that. But I sure do remember that 2004 victory. And it was probably aided by the fact that they came back against the Yankees being down 3 nothing, And yeah, they did make a, the World Series like in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. I remember the 80s with that heartbreaking loss. But they had some futility for a while. So that 2004 World Series for the Red Sox was huge. And there's the Red Sox curse. Getting rid of Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees? Well, the Lions had the curse of Bobby Lane. I mean, ours was supposed to end in about 50 years' time. And I think that's right about when we drafted Matthew Stafford for our quarterback, who attended the same high school as Bobby Lane. That's quite a coincidence. Now, we didn't go to the Super Bowl with Stafford. We had a few successful teams. You also have the show with Jeff Daniels and Peyton Manning recently where they tried to reverse the curse or do something. So that's another element that could be a comparison between these clubs. Now, the Cubs, they won a World Series in 1907, 1908. But then it wasn't until 2016 that they finally won again. Now, they made appearances like eight other times in the World Series, but that last appearance was 1945. So that's a pretty long drought. So could you compare it? Would the Lions winning a Super Bowl be bigger than that 04 Red Sox or 2016 Cubs? I would say bigger than the Red Sox, yes. Cubs, it would be, I think, on the same level as far as I think you had a lot of a lot of fans nationally rooting for the Cubs because of that drought. Uh, I don't know that the, the Red Sox, you necessarily get that because in baseball, the Red Sox fans have a little bit of that Eagles reputation as well. Uh, so... Boston's not necessarily the best city for people to root for or the easiest city I would say for people to root for that are not from out east Um, but I still think you were seeing a lot of people that that didn't want to you know wanted to see it happen but I think with the Cubs when it when it happened with the Cubs there was a lot of people nationally who were just jumping on that Cubs bandwagon and if you saw the Lions do something like this I think you would see that as well people would there would just be an outpouring of support for you know, the lovable losers, which the Cubs were for a long time. They were probably the poster boys of that for Major League Baseball for decades. Well, I think you're exactly right on that as far as, you know, you could root for the Red Sox if you didn't like the Yankees, right? That was a natural rivalry right there. So people could get behind them. And everybody was thrilled when they took out the Yankees from that 3-0 thing. But you're right, nationally, especially if you're way over on the West Coast, there might not have been that affinity. And, you know, if we talk about media markets, Chicago's the number three media market in the country. Boston's eight. Detroit is currently 15, but just about 20 years ago, they used to be top 10. So you're looking at similar markets. It's not like you're going to a smaller mid-market franchise. The other thing that's interesting is you said if the Lions played Cleveland in the Super Bowl, if you remember, I think it was like 03, Boston and Chicago we're both like in the championship games. That was like the Bartman year, I believe. And they had a chance. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, these two teams could face each other in the World Series. That would have been a World Series to remember. Yeah, kind of. And kind of like with the, you know, the 84 Tigers was, you know, the Tigers hadn't been in the World Series for a, quite a long time. 
you know, I think six, six, since they won it in 68. So that was a, a decent uh, drought there. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I do uh, look at the long droughts currently, it looks like in Major League Baseball, Cleveland uh, Guardians have been 73 years and the Texas Rangers, 62. And then in the NBA, you've got a couple teams, Sacramento Kings and Atlanta Hawks. It's been like 72 and 64 years since they've won championships. So those are some other long droughts. But I have to believe if the Lions were to go to a Super Bowl, it would attract more attention than a Super Bowl has received in a very long time. And if they were to win one, that would be one of those celebrations that people will remember where they were. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And, and just because of the, the, you know, this team and what they have, um, assuming it's some, you know, this core that they have uh, in the team, you know, the coaches are personalities, the players, they have a bunch of personalities on the team and the coaches let the players have their personality. Well, and, and we bring up the other fact is since it's been so long, you have four generations potentially of fans that would all be uniting behind this who had never witnessed a championship. So you're going to have, you know, 85 year olds and five-year-olds, you know, all together watching this and pulling for it. And people from all corners of the state of Michigan, except maybe the far Western UP, rooting for the Lions to get that victory. But you know what? Even the Western UP might be rooting for the Lions to win this thing. I would think come, if the Lions are in the Super Bowl, that that the entire UP, I think, would be on board for, you know, for the most part. I mean, there's the whole phrase of just one before I die with a lot of Lions fans. If they get there, it, it would be crazy. And some Lions fans have been wearing that shirt for thirty to forty years. Yeah, and the yeah, and the rebuilding since nineteen fifty seven. Well, James, thank you for joining the show. I appreciate all your insights. This is a, a fun topic to talk about and one to think about, and one that seems a little bit closer as a potential thing than it did just a couple years ago. Yeah, totally for sure. I, you know, I, I I don't I'm not predicting the Lions to go to the Super Bowl this year, or uh, you know. Predicting a Super Bowl is something that you just, I mean, I mean yeah, you just, you don't, you, that you don't do that unless you're covering the Chiefs or something, maybe, or the Patriots back in the day. Exactly. So, again, we're not predicting one. We are just thinking what will happen, what would it be like if and when. Now, remember, folks, you can catch James on the Get Around podcast. It drops on Mondays. Also, check out his work at record eagle.com. The Detroit Lions are a storied franchise. That had mighty success a long time ago, but that was not in a galaxy far, far away, folks. You would, however, need a DeLorean to go back more than 30 years to see a glimpse of that true success. So let us know your thoughts on what a Super Bowl appearance and or victory for the Lions franchise would mean and how you think it would rank in the NFL or in the four major sports in general. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Please subscribe to Not The Same Old Lions podcast to get alerts about new episodes. Tell your friends about the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Soltesiak. The show is also available on YouTube and at NotTheSameOldLions.com. Until next time, stay gritty, my friends. 